Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we are going to be performing a fundamental stock analysis of the Western Union Company, ticker symbol WU. At the time of recording today's video, Western Union is trading for $14.62 per share. Year to date, their stock price is down 18%. Over the past year, they're down 33%. Over five years, they're down 22%. Over 10 years, they're down about 21%. And going back 16 years, back when the company was again publicly listed, just prior to the global financial crisis, Western Union has seen its share price go down about 21% over this time frame. So they are down about 1.5% each year, which is well below what the S&P 500 has done over this time frame. So we're looking at Western Union today because they recently hit their new 52-week low. So right now they're trading about 50 cents over that 52-week low, which is down $7 from their 52-week high. Western Union has quite a bit of short interest. About 8.5% of their shares outstanding currently are sold short, and they are a $5.6 billion company. For some background about the business, Western Union operates in the credit services industry. Western Union provides domestic and international money transfers through its global network of about half a million outside agents. It is the largest money transfer company in the world and one of only a few companies with a truly global agent network. Then the Western Union company operates in two segments, consumer to consumer and business solutions, both of which are involved in international cross-border and cross-currency transactions. So the Western Union company was founded way back in 1851 and is headquartered in Denver, Colorado. One fun fact about the Western Union Company comes from Warren Buffett's analysis of the business. He said that he originally soured on the business after they got out of the telegram market. So that just gives some perspective of how long this business has been operating and how long Warren Buffett has really been investing for. So with that background about the business and this fun fact, for today's fundamental analysis, we are going to be performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of the Western Union Company based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis will continue to improve and get better over time. It's still a work in progress, and it's an opportunity to learn in public. So with that said, let's get right into it. Starting off with our first metric, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. So there are two reasons for this. The first is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. So by looking for companies that are earning 14% or higher, we're building in a margin of safety for ourselves based on the overall quality of the business. Secondly, the reason this is important is because over the long run, a stock is going to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. In the case of Western Union, they're earning significantly above average returns on capital. Even though their stock price has been down all the way since the global financial crisis, Western Union over the past five years is earning about 31.5% returns on capital in an average year. So they dipped down slightly during the pandemic, but since then their returns on capital have been back up on the rise. So this is a very strong sign to see here. This is a check on metric number one. Metric number two, we want their revenues, net incomes, and free cash flows to have grown over the last five years. This is taking a high level look at the money coming into the business. This metric is gonna be all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these metrics are gonna be up for a check or if even one of them is down, this is going to be an X. We're going to start backwards here. So over this time frame, their free cash flows are up. So are their net incomes. Their net incomes were negative in 2017 due to some impairment of goodwill, as well as an additional charge 
for income tax expense. And in 2021, they produced positive net incomes. Both their earnings and free cash flow are up over this time frame. However, their revenues are on the decline. They brought in $5.5 billion in revenue in 2017, and that dropped to $5 billion as of 2021. So far in their last 12 months, that's farther declined. They brought in about $4.9 billion of revenue. So while it is a good sign to see that their earnings and free cash flows are up, and that's very strong, it does look like the business is shrinking overall. So this is going to be our first X here on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. This is building off of the previous metric, but here we're looking at the company from the perspective of an individual shareholder. So this is now going to be taking into account both their earnings as well as their shares outstanding. So again, as we found out by looking at their earnings, they had negative earnings in 2017 due to some of those extra charges, and they had just under $2 of earnings per each share in 2021. The other thing we get to see here the other thing we see here is that they've grown earnings per share faster than they've grown earnings. So over this time frame, Western Union has actually bought back about 20% of its shares outstanding. That's a great sign to see here if you're a long-term shareholder in the business, because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. When a business buys back shares like Western Union has, they're decreasing the number of shares that they have outstanding which ultimately increases your ownership percentage in the business. And as we see here, increases the percentage of the business's profits that you're going to be entitled to. So it's as if the company is making an acquisition of itself, but you're not having to lay out any more cash. And now you're getting a higher percentage of the business's profits. So if you like the business enough to be an owner of it long term, typically you're going to like it even more when the company is buying back shares and increasing your ownership percentage. We want companies to be buying back shares when their shares are undervalued. Again, this is a great sign to see here. This is a check on metric number three. Metric number four, we're building off of the previous two metrics. Here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. In all five years, they've had positive free cash flows per share, and they've been able to grow this from $1.21 per share in 2017 to $2.04 per share in 2021. The other thing to mention here is that over the long run, these metrics are gonna be about the same as earnings and cash flows typically balance out over long periods of time for a business. If they were way different from each other, and especially if their earnings were much, much higher than their free cash flows, that could be a potential side of fraud in a business. That's not what we're seeing here. Instead, we're seeing strong free cash flow per share growth. This is another check on metric number four. And so far through four metrics, we've got three checks. Metric number five, we want their net debt, which is long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term cash equivalents, to be below the amount of free cash flow that they've generated in the past five years. The reason we want this below their free cash flows is to check how the business is employing leverage relative to their abilities to produce free cash flows. Free cash flows are the lifeblood of any business and can be used to pay dividends, buy back shares, pay down debt, make acquisitions, or reinvest back into the business. In fact, the value of a business is the net present value of all of their future cash flows of that business or asset based on assumptions for future growth and discounted at an appropriate rate for that particular investment strategy. So in the case of Western Union, at the end of the year last year, they had about $2 billion in net debt. This was their amount of debt left over after subtracting their cash. As of their most recent 12 months, they brought this down to $1.4 billion of net debt. So they're farther reducing their leverage in the business. And over the last five years, they've generated about $4 billion of free cash flow. So this is going to be another check on metric number five. The business is strongly cash flow generative 
relative to the leverage that they're employing in their business. It does not look like Western Union is overly indebted here at all. They're able to generate a lot of free cash flows to support this debt position. So far through five metrics, we've got four checks. Finally, the big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average five-year free cash flows relative to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. So this is going to give us a risk premium to the risk-free rate. The reason we're using total enterprise value instead of market cap is because total enterprise value is going to give us a more realistic economic picture of the business. It's going to include both the business's market cap as well as its net debt position. So Western Union currently has a total enterprise value of $7.1 billion. This is just above their lowest mark in the past year as the business's market cap has both hit a 52-week low recently and they've been reducing their net debt position. So we found out that Western Union has generated about $4 billion of free cash flow in the last five years which means that in an average year, they're generating about $810 million of free cash flow. So when we divide that $810 million of free cash flow by their $7.1 billion enterprise value, we get an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of 11.4%. So this is a massive check here on metric number six. We're absolutely blowing that 5% mark out of the water. And compared to the risk-free rate, of the 10-year treasury, this is quite a bit above that. So just because this is such a strong metric here does not mean that you're going to run out and buy the business. This type of analysis is not financial advice. It is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Instead, it serves as a fundamental starting point for you to determine whether it's worth your while to dig in and learn more about the business going forward. Before making any investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed financial and legal professionals. Then here we're looking at Western Union's dividend profile. So currently, Western Union pays out a 6.5% dividend yield, which is well above that of the overall market. However, people make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividend yield. Instead, it's important to stop and look under the hood to determine whether a company's dividends are supported by their free cash flows. So in all five of these years, Western Union has been comfortably able to support their dividends with their free cash flows. They've increased their dividends in all five years. And over this time frame, they've significantly increased the amount of cash flows that are coming in on a per share basis. So while this is a snapshot of the past, it looks like Western Union, based on their last five years of dividend payouts relative to their cash flows, is in pretty good shape here. Then finally here, we are using a discounted cash flow model based off of Western Union's historical growth numbers for their free cash flows to come to a potential fair value for the business. So using the amount of free cash flow that the business is currently generating per share, and then using a growth stage over the next 10 years with a growth rate where those free cash flows are gonna shrink by 2% each year, which is gonna be in line with the historical metrics over the past 20 years or so. Then using a terminal stage for the next 10 years, so going 20 years out into the future here, where that growth rate is gonna be cut in half and they are gonna shrink at a rate of 4% annually then it looks like using those historical assumptions which you need to validate for yourself and not using their tangible book value because that is going to be skewed in the negative due to their high buybacks recently. It looks like the business, using those historical growth assumptions, has a fair value of about $15.22 per share. If you want a 10% rate of return going forward, so this 10% rate of return would be including the dividends that the company is paying out so those would not be doubly counted in this. 
but that fair value is about 60 cents over today's stock price. If instead you wanted a 15% rate of return to build in some additional margin of safety here due to the fact that this is likely going to be a shrinking business going forward, then using those same historical growth assumptions, a fair value for the business looks to be about $11.50 per share. So that would build in some margin of safety with this higher discount rate here. Again, this discounted cash flow model is using historical growth assumptions. So these are assumptions that you need to validate or invalidate for yourself. And you're only going to be able to do that through further work to learn more about the business. So in summary, the Western Union Company checks the box on five out of six of our metrics. They're looking very solid across the board. They've only seen their revenues shrink over this time frame, which would signal that they are a declining business. However, they're still earning very high returns on capital. And while they're doing that, they're growing their per share metrics in terms of earnings and free cash flows. The business is also not employing a lot of debt in their operations. And their average free cash flow yield relative to their total enterprise value currently gives the potential for a significant risk premium here. In addition to that, Western Union is currently a big dividend payer. They're cur they currently have a dividend yield of about 6.5%, which is more than three times that of the S&P 500. Then, using historical growth assumptions in a discounted cash flow model, we found out that at today's stock prices, you could reasonably expect about a 10% rate of return going forward on the Western Union company. If instead you wanted to build in some margin of safety and you wanted a 15% rate of return going forward, you'd have to wait for the business to be priced at about $11.50 per share. Keep in mind that this whole video and this entire analysis is not financial advice. It is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, and it's up to you to do more homework and learn more about the business. This analysis really serves as a fundamental starting point about the business to determine whether it's worth your while to dig in and learn more about the business going forward. So if you have any questions at all about the investment process, or you're thinking about making an investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered financial and legal professionals. So Western Union looks like it is a pretty intriguing business. If you're interested in learning more about the company, I highly recommend diving into their 10Ks and reading through their recent earnings call transcripts to get a better sense of the business overall its challenges and opportunities going forward, and then understanding how management is going to continue approaching capital allocation now and into the future. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of the Western Union Company, ticker symbol WU. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Western Union with me, and have a great day.